And welcome back, everybody, to the freaking awesome podcast. And this is episode 45. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Let's kill that bass head. Let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T-Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. Welcome, everybody, to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Bowes, and still across the cyberverse is my co-host, Matty G. Hey, hey. How you doing, buddy? Oh, not too bad. Still uh, self-isolating. Yeah. Best of them. You know what? Uh, I heard uh, around here, think that's kind of opening up into stage two. Malls are going to be open. I bet your wife just can't wait to get back in there. Dude, I need a haircut so bad. <laughs> like, it's really bad. I've been super lucky. Kelly's actually been doing my hair for quite some time now, so this uh, I, I have no need to get out there. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking I might just cut a mullet before I, sh- you know, before I actually cut it first. <laughs> you just a mullet. Just shave that head, man. Shave it. Let's see where it goes. It's something I'll never do because I can't be fat and bald. That's just something that doesn't go well together. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before uh, I get great. too far into my own personal uh, problems, <laughs> let me introduce our guest today. Uh, we have a wonderful young lady who's uh, come to chat with us about um, the power of positivity. Uh, she is a, um, uh, a an inspiration to many and uh, a public figure. Her name is Tammy Smith, and um, she's going to talk to us and, and bring a little light into our day. Hey, Tammy, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Anytime. We are super excited to have uh, you on the show. We know that uh, you, amongst many people out there, have a, a wonderful ability to uh, turn that the frown upside down and uh, and and like to see the, the lighter side of things and thankful for every day, if that's correct. Absolutely. Every day is a gift. And, you know, that's exactly what I created because you just never know what's going to happen on that day. And so I always take everything, you know, and, and see the positives and the gratitude in that single day. That's beautiful. And, you know, you really need to uh, live the life to its fullest, especially nowadays when things are so kind of uncertain of what's what's going on or what could happen or who you run into. Um, but, uh, on the lighter side of, uh, life, uh, Maddie G, let's lead us into the news. All right, let's do it. So, uh, here, here's a fun one, uh, for my first article. Um, <laughs> it, this one's a little racy, but, uh, hey, we gotta, hey, gotta call it how you see him. <laughs> Someone's uh, gotta do it. Yep. <laughs> the article reads, man puts phone charger up his penis and requires desperate surgery. Oh my <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so God. we're already off to a great start. And then, <laughs> oh. <you> know, <laughs> Leave it to you to go right for the groin, Maddie. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, man. Uh, wow. The news was a little boring last week, so apparently uh, my sources had to spice things up. I think so, things have gotten really crazy this week, yeah. Well, I guess it's time to, it's time to get in depth with this story. Oh, uh, I'm no cringing already. Yep. <laughs> uh, an Indian man admitted to hospital with abdominal pain had inserted a mobile phone charger uh, into his manhood, 
uh, a doctor told CNN. So this was actually from CNN. Wow. Um, Whoa. The man went to a hospital in northeastern India claiming he had ingested some earphones. Um, <laughs> said the surgeon. Doctors had to perform surgery uh, when the corn the cord didn't appear uh, despite the patient being uh, prescribed laxatives. He came to us after five days and despite um, being completely regular, um, we had to conduct an endoscopy but couldn't find anything. And the patient kept explaining severe pain. Uh, we decided to perform surgery and found that there was actually nothing um, there that he was describing. So this is he's so embarrassed he, he he volunteered for surgery he didn't need oh my god that is crazy Whoa. isn't that crazy and then there is nothing this, regular about this guy at all i was thinking the same thing thank you insane so um, i've heard it all now so, yep after after um after he went the surgery, they decided to take X-rays of his other organs to find out why he was still in pain, and that's when they found a two foot long uh, charging cable uh, was actually in his bladder, and then he told them the truth about what had happened, and they had to surgically remove that afterwards. So oh. <laughs> I think I just gagged a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> two feet. Oh, two feet, <laughs> two feet. I, I can't even. All right. I can't like, even. I've got questions. <laughs> I, I don't have answers. So <laughs> I don't either. So on the top of my mind, though, what? I, I, I don't even know what would begin to make someone think I'm going to shove this long thing up my pee hole. Like it, it just <laughs> no, no. I've never thought that. No, that, like that. That is it. The one piece of a man's body that you don't insert things into <laughs> no um, i'm it, thinking like does he have a catheter fetish like what's the it, deal it's gotta yeah. be it's gotta be and and then the other part of it is why a charging cord was it plugged into the wall when it happened was he going oh for some type gosh. of weird electrical shot kind of thing like oh my gosh oh my god i'm like, blushing over here you guys <laughs> <laughs> Really had to, uh, maybe he was like, ah, you know what? I I, I just want to charge up my sex drive a little bit. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. He's like, yeah, maybe I can charge it out. Oh, my God. I mean, maybe not Great as shocked as he was. Like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that right? is hilarious. Oh, wow. Well, I, I'm I'm cringing. And, and you, know, you ever one of those things that when you see like, people like shot in movies or blood or anything like that you kind of get that weird cringy and the groin feeling have you ever had that you're just like oh um yep. th this is this is literally the worst cringe in the groin feeling you could ever have as a guy that that is oh oh that's that's it horrible for me and i'm a woman just thinking of that but yeah. I, I just oh <laughs> i can't even i just I think COVID has really made people go a little bit crazy. Yes. Right? I think so, too. A hundred percent. Congratulations, Maddie. That is the first time I think amongst all the weird stuff you have ever told me in my lifetime has actually made me cringe. Well, you're welcome. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I think. First for everything, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. Geez. Wow. Oh, so... it doesn't stop there. So I got what? another fun one. 
Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to jump oh, into thought, Wait, what else did this guy do? <laughs> <You're right. laughs> no, no, no. Uh, oh. Yeah, diff- diff- different folks this time. <laughs> okay. Well, before okay. we get to that one, um mine isn't nearly as risque as yours there, but um nonetheless, I found this rather humorous. Uh an Amazon worker had basically lost her engagement ring while packaging orders. Um, and, and it has launched a nationwide appeal for people to help her find it. Uh, Jasmine Pageant uh, 18 from Swansea, and that's uh, in Wales, had finished packaging prime parcels for Amazon Warehouse near her house when she made a devastating discovery. Her engagement ring had been missing. And now she says that she's recently engaged, so... Uh, it's one of those things that she has a tendency to uh, look down from time to time to uh, uh, notice her precious ring and and uh, how much she loves seeing it on her finger when at the end of her shift she noticed it was missing. Now, she had worked, uh, yeah, she had worked a full day and on average she packs, um, I believe it was 160 packages an hour. Now, Whoa. yeah, so not to mention, so the, of course, her first thing was that she panicked and she started crying and then she went to her boss to which they shut everything down and they tried to look. But, um, <laughs> you know, when you're packaging 160 packages an hour and this is the end of an eight hour day uh, to think of the thousands of packages that have been potentially packed up and shipped out, um, there's a good chance that this thing is long gone. Now, when she went home to talk to her fiancé and tell her what happened, at first he thought she was totally joking. And then when she knew, he noticed the panic and everything on her face, he just kind of made light of it. And so they've put out a big thing. Um, social media, of course, has gone crazy and people are sharing left and right in the hopes that they will be able to find this young lady's engagement ring. Now, when I read that, I kind of envisioned so someone who is is a uh, an avid uh, Amazon shopper. I, all I could think of is imagine <laughs> imagine a guy who basically uh, orders a package in and and his uh, girlfriend is sitting at home and opens up the package to find an engagement ring <gasps> inside. Oh my gosh! Rude. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, he's finally gonna propose. No. He <laughs> Just imagine the shock on that guy's face, especially if she calls up and she's like, "I do, I do." <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! You? He's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> He's like, "No, I didn't ask." Yep. <laughs> I I mean, at that point, would you roll with it, or or would you just panic and be like, "No, no, no, no"? <laughs> I guess it would depend on the relationship. That's true. You know? I mean, uh, he might be. I thinking... mean, it could be an easy way for him to propose. He got a free diamond. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh goodness! So we we hope that this young lady, of course, uh, finds her ring. Yeah, that is that's really funny. It, it's uh, not so funny for her, but funny for us, I guess. Thinking of the what ifs. <laughs> yeah, I've never I've never heard of anything like that. I I just don't know how it would have fallen off. That's wild. Well, that's what I could think of. Like maybe it was a little loose. Uh, I mean, I know yeah. I've heard of many stories of you know women taking off uh, their wedding bands to to. Uh, wash dishes and all that stuff and sometimes they've fallen down drains but never yeah. well working let alone like i think that would be something you'd notice right away missing from your hand but well, maybe not that's oh, wild that y'all is. got some great stories today yeah. <laughs> oh actually you know what i will uh i will comment on that because i actually had a funny story happen to me in real life um so ashley my wife uh lost a diamond at uh, at her job so she works uh, 
part of the day, um, she does warehousing, mm-hmm. and um, she was back there, and she, a diamond became like came on set from her original engagement ring like, oh, that I bought no. her when we were kids, and uh, so she was panicked and she called me she's like i gotta find this diamond and and um and you know she was freaking out and stuff like that so what uh what i did was i actually went in and picked her out a different ring like a brand new one because she was due for kind of a refresh on that one anyways um (laughs) what's that what a good husband and an upgrade (laughs) yep total upgrade (laughs) Yep, no, yep. totally. And so, yeah, she was due. And so what I did was um, I started looking and I picked her out one I thought she would like. And uh, a few days later, um, while the order was coming in, somebody at work had actually found the diamond for her. And so she oh, gave it to wow. me and I told her I was, uh, I told her I was having the, uh, the diamond replaced. So I took it in and really I was just waiting for the new one to come in. So it all lined up actually pretty, pretty perfectly. Uh-huh. And um so I came into work. I'm like, yeah, I got your ring back. And she opens it up and it's a brand new ring. She's like, uh, that, that's, that's not my ring. I think they made a mistake. And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. And then I explained to her that I got her a new one and it was a pretty fun situation. So, um, the other ring is just a necklace now. <laughs> nice. I was going to say, did you, did you make a necklace or something? Great husband. I love it. Yeah. I like the romanticism yeah. in that. That's beautiful. Ooh, you smooth. Very that. beautiful. <laughs> I do my best. Yeah. All you guys uh, out there better be listening because he's the man. <laughs> yeah. Definite keeper. So Ashley, watch out. Don't mess this up. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great role up. model to the other men. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm blushing, you guys. Oh, look at that. Twice in one day. <laughs> um We're all blushing. Well, I- well, I'm going to make you guys blush with this next story. So oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of what you got. <laughs> Actually, this I, it's not that bad, but uh, I don't know what it was because, like I said, last week was uh, was not this risque. And uh, we, we I found a couple that are just uh, really out there. So uh, the article reads, uh, unhappy ending. A threesome ends abruptly after man allegedly pulled off second woman by his special area. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? Um, wait, so, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm trying to visualize here, and I don't know what is going on. <laughs> y- <Nope. yep. laughs> I and, think you, uh, you're gonna have to describe yep. this one. <laughs> yep. So here, here we go. Uh, a, a birthday bash that involves uh, a threesome prematurely ended. Uh, no pun intended. After uh, South Carolina cops Hello. say one of the participants pulled a man off of uh, one of the women by his special area and was thrown on the floor. Um, according to a uh, local news source, cops responded to a 911 call um, in Myrtle Beach on the weekend. Uh, when they arrived, a woman told authorities she had invited a 19-year-old man to spend the weekend with her uh, to celebrate her birthday. Um, the birthday girl, Mary Jane, reportedly told cops her boy pal, his name is uh, Jaheem, I don't know if these are real names or not, I... I I couldn't find out, Um, had shown up to the Myrtle Beach beforehand to spend some time with the other woman before she got there. So it's two women, two women and a man uh, was this one. So uh, Jaheem told cops he and Mary Jane had agreed to a threesome with another unnamed woman. The birthday girl revealed to authorities that the other woman had a gun in her handbag. Jaheem alleged that during the hanky panky, Mary Jane grabbed him by his junk and pulled him off the other woman and threw him on the floor. 
a physical altercation that occurred when the man allegedly kicked Mary Jane, causing her to fall in the process. So I don't know how this escalated, uh, <laughs> but uh, I was I was looking for more information. Um, and then the man, one of the men and the women left the hotel room, according to police. The woman then allegedly grabbed a bottle of booze and smashed it on the ground outside of the inn after, before calling 911. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, good times in uh, South Carolina, I guess. Wow. Okay. So, again, we got to jump into some weird questions on this one. The The first one wow. is uh, – <laughs> the, the, the first part is at what point did the – was the handgun relevant? <laughs> right? And yeah. that's what I was like. I was thinking, what? wait, somebody's going to pull the gun out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Maybe maybe it was like foreshadowing. Instead, she used a bottle to... of, yeah, a bottle of. Yeah. Wow. Like, you don't bring a bottle of booze to a gunfight if that was the case. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. if anything, that pro- that's proven to escalate things. Um, but, uh, well, yeah. Well, I can tell you guys that life is very boring around here compared to all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad. Same here. Now, I, I, so, I can only uh, assume that... Uh, <laughs> that she she must have kind of went for the undercarriage and, and grabbed the pills and pulled them off of this girl because I can't understand how you could grab a man by his his uh, <laughs> extra special place and on the other way to pull them off a person. <laughs> I I, I wish I had even. the answer for that. I, yeah. I was like, I got to know more. I yeah. got to know more. Yeah. And I'm scouring and there was no more. <laughs> well, I'm glad that. they didn't put images on that. because <laughs> No, good point. Good point. <laughs> wow. Oh. Okay. So I think that's uh, that that definitely is would be an unhappy ending. Let me tell you. So in, in the end, you said <laughs> yeah. that basically the man went with the second woman and just left Mary yeah. Jane. So that was so was the unhappy ending for him or because it was her birthday? <laughs> That's a great question. I, I think everybody lost in that scenario. Right? Well, I don't know. The other girl walked <laughs> off with the guy, so maybe she won out yeah, of all this. I mean, yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know? <laughs> I, was I think say, they should stick to a, a one-on-one scenario is yeah. what I think. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm going to admit, like, if I was pulled off of somebody by, by my special area, I don't think I'd be very good at much for probably 24 to 48 hours. Easily. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yep, that that wow. definitely worst birthday ever. <laughs> yeah, for somebody. Yeah, uh, maybe not. Maybe the birthday girl was the one that left with him, or was it the other woman? Uh it, it was the other woman. It wasn't the birthday girl. Yeah, that would be a horrible birthday. Girl. It's like birthday party going wrong. Yeah, right. Wow. Ooh, jeez. <laughs> All right. So, uh, my next article. The title reads: Meth cook tries to tell police he's making a healthy meth alternative. Oh, my God. <laughs> Said no what one could go wrong? ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow. So Craig William Rogers, 49, was originally arrested on suspicion of controlled substance possession, uh, the possession of drug paraphernalia and unlawful distribution of manufacturing dispensing, uh, sorry, dispensing of a controlled substance. While according to the Colorado court records, Rogers was released on a $15,000 bond. Um, when he was then rearrested on Tuesday, he told the police that he was trying to create a healthy alternative meth substance. Uh, when the police got inside the lab, uh, after they received a tip that, um, you know, they, they basically had, uh, began surveying the home, uh, when Rogers had left in his truck, the authorities had initiated a traffic stop and pulled him over. 
they had basically found him uh, inside his uh, glove box, uh, a pipe, and uh, and it was basically containing uh, what he told was the healthy meth substance. When they did some search at, and uh, some discovery into what was actually going on is he was basically making meth and including acai berries in it. oh my goodness wow now the deputy chief said just because you're putting yakai berries still makes this an extremely addictive and life-threatening substance (laughs) and and in no way does it make it healthier at all (laughs) my wow (laughs) i mean yeah you know, COVID is definitely taking control of people's minds. <laughs> this is so crazy. I, I got to tell you, like, good for you for making it healthy. But at the same time, I mean, you hear about people that make meth and, and this, this crap explodes constantly when people are trying to make that. I can only imagine what trying to add, like, another ingredient to this would be like. <laughs> like, was he really taking a chance by like, ah, we'll just throw in some natural berries and see what this does? <laughs> wow yeah so uh i i mean yep meth is meth and i don't think adding anything to it would would basically make it any healthier in any way make it healthy yeah a healthy version (laughs) yep your teeth and and organs start falling out regardless (laughs) oh my goodness maybe a little slower (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) but man imagine the energy levels you have Oh, I can't even. That is crazy. Right. And he's in Colorado. Yes. Like he could be growing marijuana legally and selling it. Right. And instead right. he's over here, you know, he doing goes... an illegal substance. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's like, choices. Maybe that, there's that no, makes no sense. No money in the legal drugs, I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Oh, goodness. Wow. Or maybe he's already used enough of it that he just doesn't have enough brain cells to realize that anymore. <laughs> I think the 100% that's what it is. I, I think you don't sample the product. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Now, I know we normally stick to, to two articles each, but I did come across something that was both disturbing and extremely funny, and it's very, very quick, so I'm going to bring it up. Uh, an Edmonton military veteran is very frustrated that he has to annually fill out a form to say his legs are still missing. what yeah (laughs) so um way to go canadian government this one's on us um retired master corporal uh, paul franklin lost both his legs when uh just above the knee when a bomb had hit his vehicle when he was driving during uh, his tour in afghanistan uh 10 years later he's still getting to ready to fill out yet another set of forms to tell the canadian government that in fact his legs are still missing Now, this article really goes into the fact that he was trying to uh, work with the Canadian government to be like, hey, you know, a lot of uh, soldiers come back with PTSD and brain injury, and a lot of them are dealing with this with a combination of uh, drugs and alcohol or people that are on the street. And having having veterans basically fill these forms over and over again are not only... um, ridiculous ridiculing and at the same time very difficult for them to get the help that they're required but at the same time it's kind of like hi Canada did did you expect my legs to grow back to grow back that's what I was thinking (laughs) right like Like they're just gonna miraculously grow back yeah exactly I have them them now (laughs) so I mean I feel bad enough that this guy has been filling out the form for one year let alone to have to fill it out consecutively every year for 10 years 
that's ridiculous. Oh man, it is. is. Yes, it's it's insulting to to veterans and and I mean I got to tell you like uh, from someone who has a family member who suffers from PTSD, uh, it's it's so enraging to think that you know they have to go through this. And, uh, you know, with everything else that's going on in this world, that uh, when a government can't look after their veterans, it's it's a really, really sad day. That is sad because that is true. It brings it back up to him every single time he has to fill out that form, you know, like, yeah, this is what happened to me. And, yeah, I can see that being such a big trigger for PTSD. That's very sad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Very, very sad. So, but I, I definitely did see the humor in the fact that, like, what are you thinking? Like, it's going to grow back? Like, you know. It yeah. doesn't work that way. <laughs> I see the humor in that too. And yeah. I, I see them creating a need for a job, a paperwork job right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, the Canadian government way. <laughs> it's all lost in paperwork. <laughs> Everybody oh. else's government too. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, so let's turn things over to you, Tammy, and uh, let's talk a little bit about you. All righty. So, uh, you are a very motivational speaker, and uh, this has come from a very bad time in your life, if I'm correct. You are correct. Um, Almost one year ago, uh, next month it will be one year, I actually uh, suffered a near-death experience. It was a very tragic event, and in one day, my whole life changed. Like, everything was different my entire life. And I was in the hospital that next day. And whenever I came out of the hospital, you know, of course, you're like, why did I have to go through this? We all, when we go through a situation like that, you will always question that. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, I really like reflected and I was like, you know what? I have to turn my pain into gain. I have to use it so that it's not, you know, like in vain. I want to help other people. Yeah. And so I immediately saw a need, you know, that I could feel that I knew other people had gone through a similar experience or would be in the future or were currently like I was mm-hmm. and just saw a desire and a passion, you know, to feel that need. And so that's what I started doing. I just started like getting on my Facebook and doing a live video, which is a blog, and just talking about it as I'm going through this process, through this journey. So what's different about me is that I didn't just wait until I came through the transition and got to the other side. I actually decided to start sharing hope and positivity for people that were also possibly going through that or any other thing that where they just needed hope. And, you know, it's, it's a... It's very humbling to be on there on your on your hard days, you know, because we all have hard days. Yeah. But that was something that I really wanted to do is be transparent and to be able to get on the blog and say, today's a bad day. You know, I'm, I'm going through a whole lot or I'm suffering from a trigger from PTSD mm-hmm. and something like that. And I mean, I've cried on there. I've had no makeup on before. And it's just, I felt like the world has enough fake people out there and the world has enough people that seem to have it all together. And I felt like people need to see, you don't have to have it all together, but you can still make it and you can still give hope and inspire people, even through your pain, even in the process of it. And so that's what I decided to do. And I just started vlogging 
and people just started responding greatly. You know, just it was just it took off and people were messaging me saying, you don't know how much I needed that. Like I needed to hear your message. I needed to know that I'm normal, Mm -hmm. that, you know, somebody else is going through what I'm going through. And I cannot even tell you the countless messages that I get every day from people yeah. that, you know, let me know they needed it. So it's been such a blessing. It's really amazing because I find myself, I have, I really have a tendency to keep my, my personal life uh, quite private and off social media. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I really do uh, give you a lot of credit because not only did you did you, like you said, turn things around and realize, uh, you know, uh, that you have survived this, uh, this horrible, uhness and that, that you really wanted to put that out and you literally bared yourself to the world and, and, um, you know, not only did it have a, a very positive effect and reach out to other people, because, you know, I often find that when you're looking at social media, uh, one of the reasons why I, I have a tendency not to use it as much as I used to was I just found, People were on there complaining about their lives and and really complaining about things that it's such low hanging fruit in 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 the real world. Like this this is not thing to be complaining about. There are people out there who have it much much worse than 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 you. Right. And then you know for for someone like yourself who who literally has been at that stage of much much worse to to come online and start posting very positive things uh bearing yourself to the world even on the on the hard days uh you know yeah. that that really says so much and uh, it's really quite amazing well thank you i just i found that the gratitude you know just being grateful to be alive you know, when that situation happened, I was literally like so grateful just to be able to breathe and to be to know I had a heartbeat. And I was like, but I'm here for a reason. Like God saved me. And so I want to do whatever it is that he wants me to do. And above all, I knew what it felt like to be so alone in the world and to feel like no one could ever understand what I'm going through. And I wanted to do for one person, I always say if there's just one person out there that I could reach with that message or with a quote or with that video, then that one person is enough because I was that one person that felt so alone. And I literally had to depend on God and my faith and positivity to get me through like so many days for so many years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now it's just, it's overwhelming that I get to share that with other people and that it makes a difference in their lives. And I'm just, you know, as hard as it is to go through a situation like I did, people will say to me when they hear my story, they'll say, I'm so sorry you went through that. And I will turn around and say, I'm not, I can't tell you how hard it was to come to that place of gratitude for such a bad situation, but I'm grateful because it gave me a mission and it gave me a message and it gave me a way to help other people. So I have to find gratitude for that because those people are so important and they need it so much. It, you really have to stop and kind of reflect on that. It, it's, it's really, uh, really amazing. And, and it's so glad that you're able to, to reach out and, um, and help others, others that might potentially be going through what you are. Exactly. And I've had so many people that I have their stories, like I will save their messages 
you know, that have told me I was suicidal and I watched a video and you gave me hope and I'm here because of you. You cannot understand what that does to you as a person. It validates my story. It validates my reason. It validates that gratitude. It says, see, it's okay to be transparent. It's okay to get out there and be completely, you know, open and vulnerable and share it because that one person needed to hear it. That one person was affected. Mm -hmm. And that, that just really touches me that I have been able to do that by, by taking up, you know, the reins and saying, okay, I'll, I'll do this thing. I'll do it. I, I, I really, I just don't ever plan anything. I don't, you know, sit down and write down anything. I just, get on my vlog, I get on the video and I just start talking and share what I feel I'm supposed to share in that moment. And it's always different. It's always, you know, whatever's just current and I just share my heart and that's, that's all I'm here to do. That's awesome. Do you find that, um, you know, through, through, um, finding people and people reaching out, um, have you created some, you know, special bonds with other other people and met other people through uh, the experiences that you've been through and have you been able to carry through those relationships you know even now absolutely I've had several people reach out to me and you know we have formed great friendships and you know it's just online like I haven't gotten to meet a lot of those people in person um, but there is hope for that you know hopefully I'll be able to you know, have some speaking engagements and, and get to those cities and they can be close and they'll, you know, come out and we'll be able to meet in person. And I can't even imagine what that is going to feel like when that happens, because we do uh, get very close and I check on them and I, you know, just stay up with their situations and pray for them. And so, yeah, it's a very beautiful thing. I, I have what I call our TGIT, which stands for Thank God It's Today Tribe. <laughs> so we... We just call it a tribe. We're like, you know, like so is those birthdays today. Everybody tell Nancy happy birthday, you know. So we'll all be like, happy birthday, girl. You know, so it's just a really beautiful thing um, to have that little tribe together and that support. It's a beautiful thing. And and I'll say that like one thing that inspired me uh, to continue to do those videos because at, at first when I started, I was like, well, who am I? You know, I'm not some big celebrity and I'm not some, you know, person that has it all together. Why am I supposed to be on here doing these videos? It doesn't really matter. Then I started getting the messages about people that didn't want to live, that didn't even want to make it through another day. And that inspired them and gave them hope to continue and that they could make it. And one day I heard this woman and she shared her story and she was like, you know, today's the first day I've gotten out of bed and taken a shower and put makeup on and gotten out of my house in six months. I have sat and just watched Facebook and scrolled through Facebook and social media for six months. And when I heard her say that, I was like, this is why you have to do the videos for yeah. people like that. There are some people that just can't even get out of bed. They're so depressed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I want to do those videos for those people that just literally don't even leave their home. So that's, that's why I do what I do just for those hurting people out there so that I can inspire them and be there for them. That's wonderful. 
Um, so thank when, you, thank you. <laughs> when, when you started, um, doing this, I, I mean, you must have, did you have any apprehension when you, when you initially started putting things out? Like, were you, did you hesitate and you're just like, do I really want to bring this up or, or were you just off? Yeah, like, how it? do you start? Like, yeah. Where do you, where, yeah. Where do you start with that? I just knew, I knew that I knew that I knew that God had literally saved my life. And I was like, you saved me for a reason. And I knew that I had to use it for good because it's easy. It's a lot easier to get down and depressed and stay in your bed for six months and think, you know, poor me, poor me. Mm. And I'm not saying that about anyone out there, but it's easy to do that. It's much easier to do that than to look and go, what can I do to change the world because of what I went through? And so, you know, I always say, it's, it's not what I went through. It's how can I help others because of what I went through? Mm-hmm. So it's how can I help? And that is what I chose. I chose to be positive. I chose to not say I'm a victim. I chose to say I'm a victim. Victor, I'm victorious. I'm here. I'm alive. I have breath. I have a voice and I have to use it. It would be a tragedy to not seek out and help other people knowing that they're out there, knowing that I needed that person. And I didn't have that person. I didn't have anybody that I could look to and that I had hope. I had to look every day to God and every single day find a positivity just to get through the day. And, you know, now that's all I want to do is to give back because that's what I'm here to do. You know, everything I went through was for a reason and it wasn't to be a negative one. It's to be a positive one and to be a light to the world and to say, I've been through it and you will make it. You know, I made it. You're going to make it too and I will help you on the way. Wow. Now you, before we started. I'm just the... determined. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm good. Determined. That's great. Now, before we started the show, you had mentioned that uh, you have uh, a great uh, bunch of kids. And uh, do you I find do. that they are um, very supportive and, and uh, helpful along the way? Like your, your, your children draw some inspiration from you as well? Um, you know what? I... I adore them. I have six children and they're all wow. wonderful and they're great people. And I absolutely adore them. They honestly were a great source of my strength uh, through the years of uh, hardship that I endured. And they inspired me, I would say, to continue, you know, like to always be positive. And I knew I had to be that for them. I had to be that rock for them. Mm-hmm. And to show them an example of being strong. And I have a very close bond uh, with them. And yes, like my, my oldest son, he is just, he's amazing. And um, he will actually be having a birthday. They're, all three of my sons have a birthday this month. Yeah, so one birthday, turns 24, Paul. one turns 22, and one turns um, 14. Oh. But, you know, my oldest son, he's just like, so supportive and he's like mom I'm so you know like proud of you thank you for being you know such a wonderful mom to me and such a beautiful example of love and I don't think I could ever have received a greater gift than those words right there for being an example of love to him because if if anyone asked me today 
what is the one thing you want to leave behind in this world? That's my answer. Love. I always say I am love because I chose not to be bitter and not to be um, negative through the situation I went through. I chose to love others and to be love and hope and positivity. And so I always say that, you know, I want everybody to say that woman loved so hard. She loved every person she encountered and she loved deep. So that for me was such a great thing to hear that from my son recently. Like he sent a text to me and it was was on Mother's Day and it was so beautiful. So yes, I'm so grateful for them all. I am. I find moms are also some of the most powerful people in the world. You know, I, I, I makes me feel quite weak because uh, when when I have a headache, I can't seem to function around my children. <laughs> and, you Aww. know, like, and it's amazing because, uh, you know, my, my wife will get up and she will literally go through some of the worst days with a headache. And, and I didn't even know she had a headache. And um, she's just like, yeah, you just you just got to push through. It doesn't stop you from being a mom. And I'm thinking, nope, can't function. <laughs> I have a headache. I can't keep yeah, going. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, she's a great mom and yep. a great wife. And it's true. <laughs> like I'm, I'm that nurturer, too. You know, like they come before anything. And that's just clearly God entrusted me with six lives. So he believed in me for something. And um, and now he's interesting a lot more people with me and. It's an honor to yeah. to be his voice like that for yep. these people and to touch their lives and to just speak hope into their life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what he is about, and that's what I desire to do. And we need that more in this day and age with everything going on and people being a little uh, little crazier, a little more depressed, a little bit more angry. Uh, we need more light yes. and, and uh, love in this world. So, Absolutely. I mean, the timing was impeccable, like with the coronavirus and people being stuck at home. And I actually would like encourage like my tribe to share their own Facebook videos and to start doing lives themselves or to paint or to draw or play guitar Uh or an instrument and just do something and share it, you know, because everyone has a gift and we all need to share our gift. And I've watched some of them start blogging themselves and it's so beautiful because they're like touching people. So I love it. Like, that's what we're doing. We are out there sharing, you know, that positive mentality in a world that needs it more than ever. You are so right. You are so right. Wonderful. Bringing the love. And, you know, it's it's therapeutic, I think, for for all of us. Um, You know, when you share something with somebody else, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Tony and I, um, you know, we both go through... Uh, you know, we have our own anxieties and things like that that we deal with, and but we're open about it. We talk about it to each other, and mm-hmm. um, I always find a sense of strength uh, after sharing with with one another, and uh, not only for the for our bond, but just personally, uh, it makes you feel like yeah. you're not alone. And sometimes yeah. there's it, that is quite powerful, and it sounds like you give that to a lot of people. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I'm just, you know, honored that I have people like that that have reached out and said, you know, I don't have anyone. Like, I'm stuck in an apartment by myself. I don't even have a pet during this coronavirus. And they're like, thank you for, you know, listening to me and being there for me. And I'm like, it's my honor. You know, it's it's an honor to check on you. Like, some people that are, you know, a part of that tribe, like, are facing, you know, life-threatening illnesses and they're in domestic abuse situations and, 
there's just a lot that people go through. And so I'm always checking on them and just being there for them and so forth. Amazing. So let's get into the second part of our show. And we are going to do okay. our rapid fire questions with Maddie G. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Perfect. There's no wrong answers. Take as long as you need. And okay. uh, yeah, we'll see uh, we'll see how we do. All right. All right. Here we go. Rapid fire questions. Question number one. What made up word would you register into the English language? Fantabulous. All yeah. right. Yep. What's the scariest dream that you can remember? Ooh, being on a floor that had all these great big giant holes in them, and I was trying to not fall into them. A recurring one, actually. I've had that dream over and over. Oh, yeah, that that sounds like that'd be a bad one. Yeah. Um, what superpower would you pick if you could? Oh, to fly. That's a popular one. Nice. (laughs) What's your earliest childhood memory? Um, probably running away and going to church. I ran away from home and I went to church and tried to get in the church doors. And these little old ladies <laughs> saw me and picked me you up rebel and took you. me home. <laughs> I know. At I least like, it's I a didn't safe even place. Run away to go to like. I didn't go to the candy store. I went to church. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, candy store. Yeah, that's great. Um, you what activity that makes one. you the happiest? Oh, going to the beach. I just got back and there's nothing like it on earth for me. Nice. I love going to the beach too. We we're in Canada, so we have seasons for it. Uh, but, uh, I miss doing that. Tony, we should go to the beach. Yep. I I love, I love being by the water. So, I mean, I I would much, I'm not so much for the sun. So I, I would much rather be on the water on my boat than, than, uh, than at the beach, but it's, it's fun too. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. All right. I agree. You guys yeah. should go. And yeah, love being on the boat too. Yep. That's amazing. What foreign language would you most like to learn? Hebrew. Oh, no one said Ooh, that. Oh, we haven't yet. had that one That's yet. That's great. I've learned um, a little bit of it because I went and so I learned a little conversational Hebrew. And so that was, that was pretty cool. That is cool. Cool. What, uh, what decade do you think would be fun to live in? Oh, Probably the sixties. Yeah, right kind on. Of a, kind of a, yeah, kind of a hippie kind of chick. So. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. I like it. Um, do you have a go-to joke? No, I don't have a go-to joke. Okay. No, I say some yeah. people do, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the first movie that made you cry? Oh my goodness! Probably something whenever I was little. Bambi. We get Bambi a lot. No, Bambi. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Cinderella. Maybe Cinderella okay. back in the day. There. Yeah, it's a new one. I like that. Yeah, stepsisters yeah. were yeah. mean. She was yeah. so hurt by hurt by everybody. Yeah. That's good. Um, do you believe in aliens? Oh, I definitely believe it's possible. There's so many, you know, things out there. I mean, we don't even know what all's in the ocean yet. So, That's yeah, right. I, I definitely true. think That's there, there could be there could be life out there. Yep. All right. Good answer. Um, how would you spend a hundred million dollars? Oh, just travel. Take my children and travel and see as much as we could see the whole entire world. 
Awesome. And then save the, awesome. put the rest in their savings for them. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> um, if it were completely legal and not frowned upon, what exotic animal would you domesticate? Ooh, a lion. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. I like how we you haven't slowly, had that one yet, and I love it. I like how you slowly morphed that question over the last uh, few episodes, Matty. <laughs> well, because we've been getting so many different answers. Everybody's <laughs> like, "Well, I can't domesticate an animal." Pedo, get me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's a hypothetical. I just think to have a lion. Yep. Yeah, a lion right there in your living room. Yeah, yep. I want that. <laughs> that'd be sweet. Me too. Or in my Good backyard. Answer. Yeah, just watch what's, out for Carol uh, Baskin. What's What's your biggest pet peeve? What gets on your nerves? Hmm, my biggest pet peeve. I guess it would be someone being late all the time. That's a good okay. one. Yep. What was the last thing you did just for yourself? I just went to the beach. I just got back from the beach yesterday. That's good. Beauty. Yep. What uh, What holiday would you erase from the calendar if you could? Oh, are there any bad ones? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't erase any of them. I love them all. All right. Okay. Cool. That's, that's cool. fair. Some people love them all. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm amazed how many yeah. people will say yes. <laughs> yeah. No, we've all, they, that's the first no we've had. That is the first no. That's actually really fun. Yeah. Nice what do they want to take away? Well, Valentine's uh, Day is Valentine's a popular day. one. <laughs> yeah. And Valentine's uh, Day is my most favorite day of the year. <laughs> Even before my birthday, <laughs> I am a hopeless romantic. I would prefer to celebrate Valentine's Day than my own birthday. I think it's Amazing. all on how you you want to is celebrate it, right? I mean, my beef with Valentine's Day is the commercialization of it. Like, if you don't buy someone something, it says you don't love them. And I am just like, I don't believe that. I think every day is technically Valentine's Day if you love someone. See, Aww. now that goes right in with thank God it's today. Yep, <laughs> I love it. Every day should be Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's true. I love it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's great. Um, what do you do when you can't fall asleep? Pray. Yeah. Pray for sleep or just pray in general? No, pray. I start praying over everybody I know, my family, my kids, my mom, okay, my brothers, sisters. I just start praying. That's exactly what I do whenever I can't uh, sleep. Yeah. it's nice. Pray over my tribe. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what activity makes you totally lose track of time? Mm -hmm. Probably laying by the pool. <laughs> okay. I like it. Um, what's the best thing that you've ever eaten? Oh, it's got to be this steak, this steak um, that I just recently had. I went, uh, I'm close to Fort Worth, and there's a, an old uh, stockyard, which is famous here, uh, restaurant that I'd never been to, and it was literally the very best steak I'd ever had in my life. And I couldn't believe it that I'd never been, and it's like 20 minutes from my house. Oh my Amazing. gosh, I love a good steak. Okay, I, I have to interrupt. I, I really don't generally do this a lot in in uh, in our, our rapid fire questions, but because you are from Texas, I have to ask you. Uh, I I have been down there. Uh, it was a long time ago when uh -huh. I was a kid. Uh, there's a very famous rib house uh, that you can go to, and I can't remember if it's like AJ's or what it is, but um, they they serve you. Uh, the best ribs you'll ever have in your life. But while you're waiting for your order to show up, they actually put on a full rack of ribs on the table for people to to try while, while you're waiting for the food really? to come. Yeah. So by the time your food comes, you're so full that you just end up taking everything home with you. 
Oh my goodness! I'm na- you need to let me know what this place is. Okay, I right? <laughs> if you haven't been there, you have to go. It was the best ribs I'd ever had in my life. I will go. Yeah, I will go tomorrow, the, okay. and I will send you pictures. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. I will yeah. have to find the name of that. And and I for some reason I thought Please it was AJ's. Do. Yeah, but I'll double check. Yep. <laughs> I want to go. Wonderful. There. Yep. Yeah. I think we might have to do a road <gasps> <Awesome>. trip. <laughs> Question nineteen: Have you ever had a crush on a fictional character? No. Okay. No. I'm a realist, you know. I don't. I always say I don't window shop. If I can't go <laughs> shopping, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go look at the mall. If I'm same thing, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I can either Amazing. have it or I can't. A good saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is good. Um, and question twenty: uh, What's the favorite podcast you've been on in the last twelve hours? Well, of course yours. <laughs> the freaking awesome podcast. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, so as we're running at the end of the show, uh, I do have a, a, a couple questions now. Um, I, uh, you know, I think a little birdie mentioned that uh, you have a book coming out soon. I have a book I'm working on. Yes, it's in the works. I'm in the process of writing it. Excellent. Is is this going to be uh, full of positivity and notes, or is this more based on um, uh, your life and what's happened? I believe it will be my life story, my journey, and there is already talk of a second book, yes, of positivity quotes and things like that. That's wonderful. So you'll have to uh, come back around uh, when things are completing, and and, uh, hopefully we'll come back and join us on the show. Absolutely. uh, That's wonderful. And uh, would you like to uh, take a moment to plug some of your social medias and uh, where you can have more people join your flock? Yes, that would be wonderful. I have a public figure page. And it's simply called Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y. And you can find that and you'll see the logo. It says, thank God today with a little sunshine because I love the sunshine and I'm always grateful for it every day. So you can find all of my blogs and positive quotes on that Facebook page. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, but you can just search the hashtag T-G-I-T. Thank God it's today and you'll find me. Amazing. And we'll make sure that uh, we post that up in our guest section of our website. So for anybody who's uh, listening as they're driving, they can uh, go over to our website to not only re-listen to this episode, and uh, they can also uh, check up your, your, your profiles, maybe reach out. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of people that are in need of a, a friend or a listen, uh, someone who needs a, that extra positivity in their life. And uh, hopefully you can share that and, and help them out. Yes, I would be honored if they want to be a part of my tribe. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, we are quite honored to have you on our show. Uh, thanks for bringing a ray of sunshine to us today. And uh, we uh, will, again, hopefully uh, reach out and uh, hear more from you uh, after uh, after your book has uh, come out. Absolutely. And thank you guys so much for having me on your, on your show. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming. Thank you. So this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website. Thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter is the Fab Four. You can get us on Instagram is the Fab Podcast. Don't forget our Facebook, the Freaking Awesome Podcast, and uh, you can always reach out via email, the Fab Podcast at gmail dot com. I'm on the air. We on the air. We got this podcast. Ah, uh, uh, not again. Wicked sweet. Eh. <laughs>